Let us pray. Father, we thank you that you gave gave us your word to instruct us, to encourage us, to build us up in Christ. We ask you, Father, that your Holy Spirit may lead us in our as we look into your, the gospel today. And that each one of us, as we leave and go home, may take it to heart and use it in our life. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So as I, as I just prayed, we're going to be looking at the gospel. Um, the gospel of Luke. And if we go back over it a little bit, and I'll be putting in some um, some comments on, on the words as we go along. So Luke writes in the first verse, And after these things, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two into every town and place where he himself was about to go. Now, there's two things about this. One, Luke is the only one to record this. But we'll look into that a little bit later. Two, some of your Bible versions are going to say 70 instead of 72. Don't worry about it. It depends on what manuscripts were used for the English translation that you're reading. Uh, Some of the newer manuscripts have 70. Scribes got to work and were trying to make a jive with the 70 elders that Moses uh, appointed and, and other things. 70 to 70, it's not worth an argument. They went two by two. And he said to them, go on your way. I'm sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Now, greet no one on the road sounds rather harsh. I mean, as you, everybody traveled by foot or most people travel by foot in those days. So you're always running into people, either you're passing them or they're coming towards you. It's not saying don't acknowledge them, don't walk by them, but don't stop. Because the greeting, even if you're out on the road traveling in those days, to greet somebody involved a a time-consuming process. You know, it's the same as, as uh, we greet somebody we've, when we get, gather for the service and we haven't seen somebody for a while and we got to catch up on all their history of what's happened since we last saw them. And Jesus is saying to these disciples, no, focus, you're going to go into the towns and villages that I'm sending you to. That's your mission. Focus on that. Don't get delayed by getting involved with somebody trying to catch up on them and then 
going to their houses and having a meal and maybe staying overnight. Forget it. Mission first. No money bag, no knapsack or sandals. Don't carry anything extra. You'll be provided for. Does the, life, does the Lord provide for us? How many of us, when we th- thought that, like we were just on the, on the outs, and all of a sudden, in some way, the Lord has provided for us. He's teaching these disciples to rely on the Lord for all their needs. Whatever house you enter, first bless the house in the Lord's name. Ask the Lord to bless the house. And if it's somebody of the Lord that is in the house, the blessing will stay. If it's not, notice he didn't say leave the house. He said, stay there, but the blessing will be on you to protect you. Be content with the house that you get you go to. When you go to a house, don't get there in the first night to get up and there's bed bugs and the meal they sold served you was cold and stay there. Don't go looking for new lodging. Again, why? Because you're in that town for mission first. Whatever else concerning the world. It's besides the point. Put up with it. The Lord will provide. And then he says in verse 9, Heal the sick in it and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But if they don't receive you, Wipe off the dust off your feet. But still say to them that the kingdom of God has come near. How has the kingdom of God come near? Because Jesus sent these disciples. He sent them to call for repentance. They were the first edges of the kingdom coming through Jesus. Take a look back at the other examples of of disciples being sent out. And that's the sending of the twelve. The twelve were sent out. Even though in, in Luke chapter 9 has the 12 going out, chapter 10 has the 70 going out. When we look at the other Gospels, we would find out that the 12 went out before John the Baptist was martyred, before the feeding of the 5,000, before Peter walked on the waves. In other words, before Peter 
made his confession of lordship and later declared that Jesus was the Messiah, the Son of God. That's when the twelve were sent out. Right towards the beginning of Jesus' ministry, when he was in Galilee, he'd been already been going through teaching and healing. And these twelve, Matthew identifies those twelve as the future apostles. He called, they're identified as apostles in Matthew and in Mark. But that's the designate that they would become the apostles. After the, after the resurrection, those 12 would be specifically given a ministry. So what was Jesus thinking of sending out these 12 disciples who'd only maybe been with him for about a year? Going out on, on a ministry of proclaiming the kingdom. You know, they were probably thinking to themselves, but well, we don't know anything yet. Think of it as Jesus giving them an end of first year, three years of training, end of first year exam. See what the progress is. So he made it a little bit easier on He sent them out into Galilee. Um, Matthew says that they would go nowhere among the Gentiles and enter no town of the Samaritans. So in other words, they were going to be going out into the Galilee area. Most of them grew up in the Galilee area. It was home country for them. Jesus had already been teaching for over a year in that area. So these apostles were not breaking new ground. They were reinforcing what Jesus had already taught. What does that tell for us? That when we declare that yes, Jesus is our Lord and Savior, we should be prepared, no matter how much Bible study we've done, how much time we've been in prayer with the Lord, how much time we've been communicating with the Holy Spirit and, and following the Holy Spirit, be prepared to step out for the Lord. He's not waiting, and He won't wait, for us to know the Bible word for word, front to back. Why? Because the Lord will provide. But people need to hear that the kingdom of God has come near. They have to hear John's cry for repentance, for forgiveness of sins. And when we look at the 70 disciples that were sent out, 
They were sent out after Peter's declaration of, of Messiahship of Jesus, after the transfiguration, after Jesus turns to Jerusalem for the final time. And they were sent out to where Jesus was going to be going. Most of Jesus' ministry had been in Galilee. Yes, he had taken trips through Judea to get to Jerusalem for the annual feast. But most of his teaching had been in the Galilee area. But now, on this final trip, he's going to be spending time in Judea, giving them his, uh, his word, bringing the kingdom near to them. So this team of 70, one, most of them have probably been around for a lot more of Jesus' teaching. They probably were a lot of the 120 that were in the room on the day of Pentecost. He didn't just go through the crowds and go, okay, I'm taking you, uh, you look good, uh, you're handsome, uh, you'll have a good effect, come on over. So these were 70. And he was sending them like lambs to the wolves because he was sending them to new territory. Areas where they weren't going to be comfortable. Areas where there were going to be wolves out there trying to delay them, trying to interfere with them. And Jesus sent them out like a, an advanced team for an entertainment act that's going to go into a town or for politicians that are going to come for it. They were the advanced team going out, calling for repentance, much like John the Baptist. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled and every mountain and hill shall be made low and the crooked shall become straight and the rough places shall become level places and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. And cry for repentance of sin because the kingdom of God was coming near. There was also a little bit different mission given to them. In Luke 9, he records that Jesus called the 12 together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. Mark says basically the same thing. He sent them out two by two and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. And they went out and proclaimed that people should repent. And they cast out demons and anointed many with oil who were sick and healed them. Matthew says he called to him his, his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every affliction. And as they went about, they proclaimed the kingdom of God. But to the 70, 
All he says is, proclaim the kingdom of God and heal the sick in the town, in each town. How were these two groups able to function? Because they were following the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was empowering them. And to the surprise of the 70, even though they hadn't been given the authority over demons, they came back to Jesus and said, even the demons are submitting to us. under the authority of the Holy Spirit. They were proclaiming in Jesus' name and the Holy Spirit. Was dealing with the demons. Now if they had these powers with the Holy Spirit working externally from them, how much more are our powers if the Holy Spirit is within us. If we are continually filled with the Holy Spirit. And listening to him. You know, the, the translation today said, um, if they hear you, they hear me. And nowadays, to hear something, you can hear something, but it, it can be just in the background and you hear the noise, but it doesn't, it's just noise. But the Greek word is actually to listen. And what does listen mean? It means to hear and obey. How often with us, with the Holy Spirit indwelling us, wanting to empower us, do we hear him rather than listen to him? We're going to be sent into familiar territory, like the, the 12 disciples. We're going to be sent into familiar territory. We're going to be watering and harvesting the seeds that have already been planted by somebody else. On the other hand, we might be sent into new territory. A new territory for us. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be uprooted and sent out to, to Africa or India or China. But it might be the neighbor across the road who has nothing but rough words for us. And so we've never said more than boo to them rather than hello and how are you doing and how's your family. Or it might be at work where you let people know that you're a Christian but not done anything with that. You hear somebody that is in a really bad situation, but you've never gone over to them and asked, can I pray for you? And see where that leads.
So sometimes we'll be sent to our families. Sometimes we'll be sent to strangers. If we're sent to strangers, be prepared, they might be wolves. But in verse 19, Jesus wrote, after the disciples had come back and um, rejoiced over the fact that the demons were submitting to them, Jesus says, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions. Before everybody gets any pictures of you going out there and actually treading on scorpions and snakes, it's not talking about real live ones, but the pitfalls that might be put in in front of you by Satan. He says, and authority over the full force of Satan. And nothing, the English standard says, and nothing shall hurt you. The Greek says, and nothing, no, nothing shall hurt you. Now, does that mean that we'll never be sick, that we'll never be injured? No, it's not talking about physical injury. Because the next verse says, Nevertheless, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Because our names are written in heaven, spiritually, nothing can hurt us if we're filled with the Holy Spirit and walking in the Holy Spirit as God's children with Christ as our Lord and Savior. And it says rejoice. And he's not saying, if you want to rejoice, rejoice. That's a command for us to rejoice. Always, as Paul says, rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. It's the same thing here. Jesus is saying, it's not a momentary thing. I think I'll rejoice right now. It's rejoice. Again, I say rejoice continually. That your names are written. Are written. Done. Complete. Finished in heaven. Can't be undone. Because of that, if we're children of God, if we declare that Jesus is our Lord and Savior, and we've repented from our sins for forgiveness, our names are written in heaven.
going back to when those 70 or 72 disciples returned and uh, with joy because even the demons are subject to us. Jesus said, look, Satan is still struggling. He's going to get in your way. He's going to try and delay you. He's going to try and put you off of your stride. He's going to put scorpions and snakes in front of you. He says, but I saw Satan like lightning from heaven fall. Satan's already been dealt with the, the death now. Isaiah 14. Unfortunately, it's not the Isaiah we, wrote, we read today, but Isaiah 14, 12 to 15. How are you fallen from heaven, O day star, son of dawn? Those are two names that refer to Satan before he fell. Before he fell, he was in God's good eyes. How you are cut down to the ground, you who laid the nations low. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. I will sit on the mountain, mount of assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. But you are brought down to shore, to the far reaches of the pit. And the crowd, the Jewish crowd that Jesus was talking to would be familiar with that. They knew exactly what he was talking about. Let us step out. Wherever the Holy Spirit is leading us, this is, it seems to be a re repeating record over the last couple of weeks about being filled with the Holy Spirit, about listening to the Holy Spirit. Uh, but if I'm being asked to preach on that, it's probably because we're not really doing a good job of listening instead of hearing to the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it's because of fear. Because it, our trust in the Lord to provide, as he told those two sets of disciples, don't take your worldly baggage with you when you go out just stride out in my name, empowered by the Holy Spirit, supplied by the Holy Spirit. Your provisions we made. Go out there. Proclaim the, king, the kingdom of God. Proclaim that the kingdom of God is coming. Call for repentance. and heal the spirits of the broken.
But what do we have to fear? Now this is, is from today's reading. Psalm 66, verses 8 to 12. Bless our God, O peoples. Let the sound of his praise be heard, who has kept our soul among the living and has not let our feet slip. For you, O God, have tested us. You have tried us as silver is tried. So when we step out, we are going to be tested. We are going to be tried. We are going to be brought into a net. We are going to have a crushing burden on our backs. We are going to have men right over our heads and women. We will go through fire and through water. But we have the promise that he will bring us out to a place of abundance. And that's what we should be focused on. Not what our lives are here, but that place of abundance that we're being called to. And that place of abundance that we're supposed to be telling other people about. This world is sick. Spiritually sick. Getting worse by the day. Don't worry about the world being sick. Worry about the individuals in the world that are sick. And let us go out and heal and call for repentance and proclaim that the kingdom of God is near. Let us pray. Well, Father, we, we thank you that you have called us to be children of God. Father, we thank you that you have given us the Holy Spirit. We ask, Father, that you take away any blocks that are in our hearts, in our minds, in our wills, that keep us from listening to your Holy Spirit. As he asks us, as he empowers us to step out in Jesus' name, Proclaim the kingdom. To call for repentance. And to heal the spiritually sick. May we be faithful laborers in the harvest. We pray this in Jesus' name.